Welcome to the Hackberry House of Chosun. My name is Bob. Reading today from a devotional book that's put out by Voice of the Martyrs. It's called Extreme Devotion. This book catalogs the struggles of God's people over past years. Today we're visiting Andrew, at least a tradition about Andrew. He lived in the old Roman Empire. You remember him perhaps as Peter's brother in the Bible. If you do not denounce this Jesus, you'll die on the cross, Governor Agaius fumed. This Christian had caused him personal embarrassment in the eyes of Rome by spreading Christianity throughout the governor's Greek province, even to his own wife. Had I feared the death of the cross, I should not have preached the majesty and glory of the cross of Christ, Andrew replied. Then you shall have it. Crucify him. As Andrew approached the X-shaped cross, he joyfully proclaimed, O beloved cross, I rejoice to see you erected here. I come to you with a peaceful conscience and with cheerfulness, desiring that I, who am a disciple of him who hung on the cross, may be crucified. The nearer I come to the cross, the nearer I come to God. Andrew hung bound to the cross for three days, preaching and exhorting the people before him to remain steadfast in the word and doctrine which you have received, instructing one another that you may dwell with God in eternity and receive the fruit of his promises. And he declared, O Lord Jesus Christ, don't let your servant who hangs here on a tree for your name's sake be released to live among men again. Receive me into your kingdom. And then, having finished his plea, he gave up his spirit to God. Hebrews 12.2 says, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And then this thought about porcelain. Sterling silver, 24 karat gold, platinum. The cross comes in a number of designs today. It's jewelry, wall hangings, even rear view mirror decor, the ubiquitous cross. For all its popularity, however, how many Christians have stopped to consider what it means to display the cross? For one, the cross represents an instrument of torture. Imagine having a, a gallows or electric chair on display in your home. The cross reminds us that Christ died a painful death. Beyond that, it represents a bridge that spans over the sin that once separated God and his people. Jesus brought us back to God through the cross. Right now, consider what meaning that the cross holds for you. If you'd like your own copy of Extreme Devotion that I was just reading from, it's, it's hundreds of uh, daily devotionals about these kinds of things. And it's not free, but email Voice of the Martyrs at thevoice at vom.org. Thevoice at vom.org. Well, we're also reading from the January 2024 issue of the Voice of the Martyrs newsletter or magazine. Our story today is entitled, Redeemed 
by a radical command. It's going to take us to North Korea again. A North Korean woman finds hope during a, a life-changing encounter with God's Word. Well, growing up in North Korea, Hyunok could never have imagined gathering with others to study the Bible. Under the communist-inspired dictatorship founded on Juche, it would have been far too dangerous to let others know you were even interested in the Bible. The distinctly North Korean religious ideology of Juche demands worship and subservience to the Kim family alone. In North Korea, they don't allow any ideologies except for Juche, Hyunok said. They live in a kind of space where they're not able to encounter other religions. I had no religion, and I didn't want to interact with any other religions. Hyunok left North Korea when she was in her 40s, defecting to China, where she eventually married a Korean man and started a family. While they lived a, a comfortable life in China, Hyunok and her husband realized there were better job opportunities in South Korea. And so after getting three-month visas, they traveled to South Korea, hoping to save some money before returning home. Before their visas expired, however, the South Korean government deported Hyunok's husband back to China because of issues with his legal documents. Hyunok made the difficult decision to stay in South Korea, hoping her family would eventually be able to join her. Separated from her husband and son, Hyunok suffered severe depression and also began to experience problems with her physical health. She searched for help anywhere she could find it. I was having a difficult time and, and needed something to rely on, she said, so I turned to Buddhism. I went to a temple where they told me to do a shamanistic ritual. I did it three times. It didn't help anything. As her despair increased, Hyunok isolated herself, rarely leaving the house or communicating with friends. Then a North Korean friend persuaded her to try something new, a Bible study. All of my closest friends were attending Bible study, and one of my friends kept encouraging me to go, she said. She told me there was a camping event that I could attend, and if I liked it, then I could sign up for the study. So I went to the camping event, and I ended up signing up for Bible study after that. Hyunok began by studying the Gospel of Luke. Though she didn't quite understand what she was reading, she continued to do the homework that she received when she signed up for the study. Everything looks strange to me at first, she said, but I'm the kind of person that if you give me an assignment to do, I'm going to do it, and I'm not going to give it back to you until it's done. So I worked on that study for one month. I would wake up, eat breakfast, and work on that study until 3 a.m. the next day. While working through her assignment, Hyunuk remembered something she had heard about Christ's teaching while living in North Korea. She decided to search the scriptures in better understanding of it. In North Korea, the thing I hated most about Christianity is that Christians say, if someone hits you on one cheek, you should turn the other cheek, she said. That doesn't make any sense. So when I was reading the Bible, that was something I was most curious about. I studied the part where Jesus said, Love God, love your neighbor, and love your enemy too. 
I was impressed by this. The concept of forgiving those who wrong you was foreign to Hyanok, who had been raised in a culture that promoted paranoia and distrust. The everyday lives of North Koreans are governed by the, quote, ten principles, which demand unconditional obedience to the Kim family's ideology and promote reporting on those who do not live up to the regime's standards. Yet the more Hyanok studied the life and teachings of Christ in the Bible, the more she was drawn to his love and compassion. As I studied about the death of Christ, I understood that Jesus died for our sins, she said. So, if there is someone like that who would die on the cross for my sins, and he says to turn the other cheek, why should I not listen to him? And I teared up when Jesus, in the Garden of Gethsemane, said, If it is possible, let this cup pass from me, but nevertheless not my will, but your will be done. Only God can give up his only son for other people. Nobody else can do that. Overwhelmed by God's love for her, Hyanok placed her faith in Christ. And today, a little more than a year after her life-changing encounter with God's Word, Hyanok continues to attend Bible study. She also encourages other North Korean defectors to attend these meetings, which are part of a larger strategy to reach North Koreans with the gospel wherever they may be found. There are so many people in the world who are like me, who have been wandering, she said. Hyanok asked for prayer, that her son will come to know the hope and peace she has found in Christ. Although he now lives in South Korea too, he showed no interest in the Christian faith. Finally, she asked for prayer for the people of North Korea. My heart is always poured out for North Korea, she said. In my home, whenever I pray by myself, I pray for North Korea. I pray that North Koreans' hearts would turn to God. Amen. And I'm in agreement with her, and I hope you will be too. Do pray for North Korea. If you'd like to be put on the mailing list of Voice of the Martyrs and receive free your own copy of the VOM newsletter magazine, just contact them at vom.org, vom.org. Well, this is the Hackberry House of Chosun, and Lord willing, we'll get to talk real soon. Bye-bye.